Hello, everybody. Crypto traders around the world. We're back with another episode of Crypto Talk Radio, found at CryptoTalkRadio.net, a.k.a. Basic Cryptonomics. Thank you for joining here today. My name is Leister. I'm your host. We've got a couple topics I want to go through. First, let's get the particulars out of the way, and then we'll jump right into this. Once again, that site is CryptoTalkRadio.net. That's where you're going to find all of our past, present, and future podcast episodes. The podcast is on all major podcasting platforms as well. Feel free to check that out. Let us know what you think. Link at the top says contact. Click that. Fill out the form. Come straight in. We read each and every one of those. We appreciate hearing feedback from our listeners, whether you're a subscriber or not. We would appreciate your subscription if you're a first-time listener. We again welcome you here. We think you're going to find it's completely different from any other crypto podcast that's out there. And hopefully you get great enrichment to the point that you feel like you want to spread the word out there. The last thing I'll call out is our triad membership. The triad is where we are trying to build a community of serious investors, not the kids that say the word Jeet and say the word Keck and can't half read. We're talking serious investors that believe there's something to this cryptocurrency thing and they want to talk to other grown adults, other serious people. Get away from the toxicity. Check it out on the site. Click on triad. It'll tell you about our different tiers for joining the full on triad. If you still have questions, you can join us in our discord channel. CryptoTalkRadio.net slash Discord will take you straight there. And anybody will be happy to answer any questions you may have. Given that, let's go ahead and jump right into our content for today's episode. The roller coaster ride that's cryptocurrency continues as we see rapid shifts in price. I'm going to be talking about that here today. I don't have too much on personal side, so I'm going to jump right into cryptocurrency here today. There's a lot of stuff going on, but nothing for updates, I should say. I want to jump right in, starting with the numbers. And I, for those that are new, welcome. My name is Leister, I'm your host. I like to start with the numbers because it level sets where we're at compared to where we were before. I use Coindesk, coindesk.com if you want to follow along. When I go to Coindesk, the first thing I do is zoom out to the month chart. This is contradictory to others that do any sort of coverage whatsoever. And the reason I do the month chart is that it feels like the best indicator of the motion and velocity of cryptocurrency pricing, largely around Bitcoin and Ethereum. For the purposes of this, I'm going to talk about Ethereum because it's the most relevant to what I'm about to say here. If you look at the month chart now, we're seeing roughly an even break, a little bit more on the green side than red. If I see more green than red, usually means that we're in a positive state. I see more red than green. Seems like we're not. Right now, Ethereum's trending roughly about the 1615 mark. Hit a 24-hour high of only 1647, dipped beneath $1,600. Means we're wavering and kind of holding the line, holding steady. A lot of things were happening that were shifting the price and the price targets. Now, long-term, what does that mean? People have been around the interwebs, have been claiming that we're at the bull, we're at the bull, doot, 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 doot. Leister here at CryptoTalkRadio.net has maintained, I don't feel like we're there yet. Feels like we got a little bit more ways to go before we're at a true bull run. Other people speculated that what you're seeing is a bull trap, that people are pumping money in to trigger retail investors such as you and I to buy in so that they can use you as excess liquidity. I can't say that is or isn't the case. I will say I have not been sold that we're at the bull run simply because of some pumps. For me to be convinced, because some have asked, well, what would it take for you to be convinced that we're at a bull run? For me to be convinced that we're at a bull run, 
I would have to see Ethereum break past $2,000 and hold past $2,000. That's where I would see that we're potentially at a bull. I don't even think that would be full confidence. It just means it's certainly closer to the bull than what we've seen before. Right now with Ethereum about $1,600, we're not looking good for the short term. We still look great for the long term, but we're not looking good for the short term. If you're a long play, you're in a good spot and I would recommend you hold your position. But if you're a day trader, you shift it back and forth. If you choose to short it, that's up to you. I'm saying that I don't see the short term that we're looking good at all. Meanwhile, with Bitcoin, I said it felt like Bitcoin's base, the bottom, true bottom, was somewhere between 10 and $12,000. I maintain this for now. That may change. For now, I think it is. But Bitcoin is positioned to come out strong once we get past all this garbage. I just think right now it's being disrupted and in some cases manipulated. And that's not going to change. Whereas BNB looks really good, positive overall. It's been maintaining that 300 mark for a very long time. And I've been very confident in the BNB token. There's a lot of mechanics on that side, especially given some of the news that we're going to get into. And I'm going to spin straight over into it. No transition. But there's a lot to talk about here. First of all, if you didn't hear the news, Coinbase delists the Binance stablecoin, Binance USD. The Binance USD stablecoin that was on Coinbase was the Ethereum version of the Binance USD coin. And it was pretty much the only way to get any sort of Binance anything on the Coinbase side, other than take the whatever, send it to your wallet, do it on the descent side. But on that exchange, they did not trade any sort of those cryptocurrencies. People that have moved on, to smarter exchanges such as KuCoin, They've, they're absolved from this, right? I have KuCoin, I use KuCoin if I need to. I'm trying to switch over my KYC because right now Coinbase is the only one that has any KYC. I refuse to give it to anybody else. But now I need to consider shifting to KuCoin because KuCoin, at this point, Coinbase has nothing really to offer. There's nothing that stands out about it other than the fact that it was easy to get into it but then they restricted my account that one time. And I was like, that doesn't work for me, brother. And so now I've been on a mission to move to KuCoin full throttle. They've been very good to me. I've been able to do trades, bots, the whole nine, and have not done a lick of KYC to date. But in order for me to do, you know, adding fiat-based transactions, I would have to do the KYC. So that's on deck. But meanwhile, if you're in Coinbase, them delisting Binance USD, I don't think it makes a major dent. You can always take something else and, like I said, trade it on the descent side. And Coinbase Wallet, I believe, still does, even though that wallet's crap. So it's up to you. I just felt I'd call that to attention. And despite the disruption with Binance USD, the BNB coin seems to be unaffected by that turmoil around Binance USD. For those wondering what happened, Gary Gensler, the SEC, had come out and was attacking Binance USD, calling it a security. I think you and I both know it's not really a security. What he's talking about is some of the staking and other things that take place around Binance USD. But there are other stable coins that do the same thing and you don't hear crap from Gary Gensler. So we all know it's smoke and okie doke. Meanwhile, Coinbase then listed a Euro stable coin, Euro C. This is made by the same organization that does USDC. And so it was a little bit odd to see them do this. And of course it's, it's pegged to the Euro and it's backed by euros in bank accounts. So it's similar to the USDC where it's backed by United States dollar. If you are interested in investing in this, you can do that. There are others that are not on Coinbase that you can consider, but if you are on Coinbase and you wanna get in on this for whatever reason that you do, 
that appears to be available for folks. I didn't look myself because, again, I'm working to get the hell away from Coinbase, but I still bring it to attention for those that may be interested in such a thing. OKX, the exchange, which we covered some time ago, and I said was a little bit crap, but OKX exchange recently took, literally stole, 2 million USDT, claiming that was tied to market manipulation. What they said was that they're going to take and do some airdrops and try to make people whole about this, but apparently certain people were manipulating markets and as a result, taking ill-gained profits, and so they reclaim these back and then they're going to distribute them to those that were affected. I don't know timing of this, but they claim that they're going to come out with some information within the next 48 hours. If you're in OKX, I assume you probably got some sort of an email. If not, you probably should be expecting one here somewhat soon. The last bit of news I'll cover. This will be a quick episode on purpose because it's cold as all hell. So the last update is around SHIB and I'm going to spend the remainder of this episode talking about SHIB. The whole big news right now is that Shibarium allegedly is very close to its launch. Shibarium has been spinning around for a year or more in just chatter, rumors, and innuendo, and now apparently it's coming soon. This has caused a bit of a FOMO run in a couple of ways. Many influencers claiming they were buying a bunch of SHIB to stack it in anticipation of potentially a 10x from where we're at. I can't say that it will or won't go 10x. I can't say that it's going to go to the moon deep, deep, deep. I can say that SHIB has largely not performed. The burn has not done anything, and we haven't changed. We're still not at the all-time high, and if you didn't know, the all-time high came when it listed on Coinbase Pro, and it was a catastrophic nightmare. That created a spike because they allowed certain people to trade it at a price higher than its real true value. We've never hit that true all-time high. So it's not true to say that we're anywhere close to it. We're not, not only because of the bear, but simply because it's never gotten that high since. It might. Right now, people think it will. If you ask me, I don't think it will, but who knows? I just don't see it. Meanwhile, 300 billion SHIB was just dumped literally within the last 24 hours. People are thinking that this dump is any sort of pump. It's just people just taking profits out of it. However, we also learned in a separate bit of news that there's a whole bunch of SHIB sitting in the Voyager Exchange. The reserves when Voyager went kaputs, $81 million worth of SHIB sitting in there. Why should that concern you? Because they're in reserves and because people have to be made whole, normally what happens is a form of liquidation. A form of liquidation of $81 million of SHIB, $6 trillion SHIB is a lot of SHIB when you think of the fact that how much it has in total supply anyway. $6 trillion is actually a lot of SHIB. And so if all that were sold, it is going to have at least some impact on the graphs. This may not affect you if you're not in SHIB or don't plan to be, but FYI that that may be something. I can't say it will. I can't say it won't, but this may be something. The last bit of news around SHIB and Shibarium and everything else. With the Shibarium launch, one of the plans is to entice dApps, so developers, to develop applications on Shibarium and offer them incentives in exchange. Now, what we plan to see with this business is a rush of the meme tokens because it's the first blockchain for memes, right? We expect this, and SHIB has at least notoriety, if nothing else. I don't expect that it's going to be anything significant, in my opinion, but I could get that wrong. What I would advise is if anybody's in SHIB right now, 
and you've been sitting on SHIB because you were loyal to the project, kudos to you. I believe, this is me, I don't care who disagrees, I believe Bone is the key of where profit's going to come first. There is going to be the burn of SHIB. Apparently, they added a burn mechanic tied to this blockchain, allegedly, that's going to help burn off the SHIB supply. However, I ran the numbers, and that's on our YouTube channel. If you want to check it out, cryptotalkradio.net slash YouTube and do a search for SHIB against our name. But I did the analysis, and I said it's going to take a long time to get rid of the supply, not because of the supply quantity, but because so many people are holding it. So it doesn't matter if you have a burn. If people are holding it, it's in circulation. They're not going to be burned. So I didn't think it's going to make a dent. However, bone has been underserved. People have largely ignored it. People have largely skipped it because prior to this, it didn't really have a utility. All of a sudden, they announced that bone is going to be the gas coin for the new Shibarium. They also announced they were going to increase the supply. That harms it a little bit in terms of price, but it's been trending upward. Bone was crashing a little while ago. It's roughly three times where it was before. That's not chump change. So in my opinion, from Leister, your guy Leister here at CryptoTalkRadio.net, I believe it's going to be Bone that's got the strongest profit potential, at least in the short term. Bone at some point is going to hit a capacity point. But I see Bone very close to where things like AVAX were when they first launched, where it was it had you know, two zeros in front of it, and then it goes all the way up to like $100. Bone has that potential. I'm not guaranteeing a thing. I'm saying it has that potential. It's really going to depend on the success of the Shibarium, assuming that it does launch. So if you're in the Shib ecosystem, to me, I think Bone is going to be the strongest potential that I see from my predictive eyes. It feels like Leash has been abandoned. I could be wrong. But that's what it feels like to me. I think Shib may do something in the future, but we may be too old to really enjoy it at that point. Or... Gary Gensler comes out and calls it a security and tanks the whole business. I don't know. That's what I see. That's my opinion. And I encourage you to do your own research. Make your own decision. That's going to do it for today's episode of Crypto Talk Radio, found at CryptoTalkRadio.net. I want to thank you for listening here today. I know you have choices. Whether you're a new listener or a subscriber, we appreciate each and every one of you. Check out our site, CryptoTalkRadio.net. We have a contact form. The link's at the very top. We'd love to hear from you and how we're doing and what you like or what you don't like. We read each and every one of those. Also, check out our triad. The triad is a community that we're working to build forward of strong, smart investors, the ones that want to lead us into the next generation of cryptocurrency to evolve cryptocurrency into a more mature investment strategy for people, help people as they're growing and they get into this space. We don't want the ones that say the word Jeet and the ones that say the word Keck. We want the ones that treat this as a serious thing. Join us on our journey. Until next time, take care, be safe. Please don't YOLO into projects, any project. It doesn't matter what it is. Be smart with your investments. Make sure you always keep a roof over your head, food on your table. Your family comes first. Don't get stuck in this. Our goal is to try to help keep you safe, but we're only an informing source. There are a lot of sources out there, some of which are not really looking out for you. They're looking out for themselves. So always be careful with the advice that you take and what you do with that information is up to you, but just be smart about it is all we ask. See you next episode.